0: This is the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now, here's your host, publisher of Ion Annapolis,
1: John Frenet. Well, we made it through another week. It is Friday, December 8th. This is John Frenet, and welcome to your Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. Last night was the first Midnight Madness in downtown Annapolis, and boy, what a success it was. The streets were jam-packed. You had plenty of shops that were open and giving away goodies. You had Tons of entertainment, including the Old Mill High School Steel Drum Band, Bates Middle School 7th and 8th grade choir. Of course, the hit of the night was the Baby Alpaca on Main Street. The Annapolis Police Department was out in force, not handing out tickets this time, but they were handing out chocolate with their cocoa with the Popo. If you missed it, don't worry about it. It's happening again next Thursday night from 6 p.m. till midnight and again on the 21st from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Definitely a must do for the Annapolis holiday season. I'm not sure that state's attorney Wes Adams' case against one of the teenagers charged with hanging a noose at Crofton Middle School is going to go far. John Haverman, 19 of Crofton, is one of two men charged with hate crimes and a handful of misdemeanors when he and his friend Connor Prout were caught on video hanging a noose in front of a light fixture at the school. Prout pleaded guilty to one hate crime charge in agreement that allowed him to avoid jail, and he has to do community service dictated by local African-American groups. Haverman, on the other hand, is contending that his actions did not specifically target black people. In a nod to how the case is going, Circuit Court Judge Paul Harris asked Adams if a person walked by a synagogue carrying a Nazi flag, would the state's attorney charge him with a hate crime? When Adams said there could be a basis for prosecution, Harris interrupted him and said, what happened to the First Amendment? Adams pressed on, suggesting that Haverman sought out a specific light fixture at Crofton Middle School that overlooked a black teacher's classroom... And Harris fired back, You want me to interpret everything in a negative light, and that seems to be the problem. Closing arguments will resume on Tuesday at 1.30. And there's a special place in Christmas hell for Logan Brunner of Sherwood Forest. Police spotted Brunner taking packages from mailboxes in the 800 block of Coachway in the Downs neighborhood. They pulled him over in his Jeep and they found a, quote, large amount of mail and packages in the passenger compartment of the vehicle from all areas of the county. Brunner was arrested and charged with theft of $100 to under $1,500, according to police. So if you're missing some packages, you may want to contact Anne Arundel County Police and see if they may not have been in Brunner's Jeep. The weather forecast is calling for snow. Will we get it? I'm not real sure, but stick around. We have George Young with DMV Weather to set us straight and give us the Annapolis-specific weather forecast. And, of course, it's Friday, so we've got our picks for the best things to do this weekend.
0: This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out.
2: Hey everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Here's your Annapolis forecast for Friday, December the 8th. We forecasted a target high temp of 40 degrees for downtown Annapolis and 39 degrees for BWI Airport for today as winter has settled in quickly across all of Anne Arundel County following a cold front that went through the area on Wednesday morning. And it appears as though winter will waste no time this year in making its presence known fully with both very cold air and the likelihood of some snow right on our doorstep heading into the weekend. First, the cold air. Highs near 40 today will lead to highs likely only in the 30s tomorrow and Sunday. And after a brief warm-up in the early part of next week into the 40s, we should expect a reinforcing shot of cold air to enter the Annapolis region next week with highs again only in the 30s and overnight lows in the 20s and maybe even teens throughout this entire stretch. Now for the snow. We made our official snow forecast last night at 9 p.m. with snow totals expected to be 3 tenths of an inch for Annapolis and BWI as we believe the storm track would be too far southeast and east of the area to bring much more than just snow showers in to the region. And while we still believe that to generally be the case, the reality is that there were big changes in the forecast model guidance overnight and nearly all of the models and subsequently virtually all forecast services, like TV stations and the National Weather Service jumped on the idea that the approaching storm will be closer to the coast and therefore will provide sufficient moisture to produce a small but somewhat formidable snow event here tomorrow, mainly between six a m and six p m with the potential for two to four inches of total snowfall with possibly even higher amounts in Southern Maryland and on the Maryland eastern shore, despite this guidance. We're not changing our forecast because we simply don't think the storm will be close enough to the coast to bring that much snow while staying cold enough for it to stay all snow. So we'll officially stay in the one inch or less camp until we see otherwise, but definitely be aware of the current model guidance at this point and what the overall potential of this winter weather event is for the area. And stay tuned as we'll update this regularly throughout the day and through the night into early morning hours tomorrow via our website or our app. Finally, if you're heading to the Philadelphia area tomorrow for the Army-Navy game, the same forecast change applies for that region as well, as modeled guidance and most forecast services now see a potential and a likelihood of 2 to 4 inches of snowfall for the Philadelphia area. So dress accordingly, and at the very least, expect temps in the mid to upper 30s tomorrow and plan for possible light snow throughout the day. Although we fully expect road conditions to be more wet than snow-covered, for both the entire DMV region as well as in the Philadelphia area, as road temps are still generally above freezing. A great travel resource to check road temps is Chart on the Web, which can be found at chart.state.md.us, and then simply click on the local weather station data link on the left for details on pavement temps of various roadways across the region in the state of Maryland. Okay, that's it for us today. Get our free weather app from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by searching for DCMDVA Weather. And follow us 24-7, 365 on our website at dmdweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook for all of the latest weather updates, forecasts, analyses, and weather content for the Annapolis region. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Stay warm out there during this early stretch of wintry weather. And remember, whatever the weather outside, Have fun and be safe.
1: When we started the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, we weren't really sure how it would be received. Well, it went better than expected. And currently, we have about 11,000 people listening to the Daily News Brief every month. And we also got some feedback. And we will be making a significant change on January 1st. We heard you loud and clear that this needs to be done earlier in the day. So on January 1st, you will be able to get your daily news brief at 7 a.m. every Monday through Friday. And we still will have your local weather from DMV Weather and local sports by Kevin Cheney. So nothing else is changing except for the hour. And for those that are listening but have not yet subscribed, the easiest thing to do is to head over to Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, Google Play, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Search for Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief and subscribe it's free there's no cost and then you never need to worry about it again every morning at 7 a.m it'll be on your phone tablet or computer just waiting for you hey thank you for a great start and here's to a fantastic 2018
0: did you know that more than 1200 mental health patients had to be transferred last year by aamc to facilities outside our area because these facilities do not exist right here in our own area Denim and Diamonds is a fabulous, fun evening under the stars to support expanding mental health care in our community. AAMC Foundation proudly thanks RXNT for their generous $50,000 exclusive presenting sponsorship. Get more info at aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Need to make plans for the weekend? We got you covered. Here are our top picks. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for the event's newsletter with a listing of all the upcoming
1: area events. It is the weekend, and it is winter, so there is always always an awful lot to do. First and foremost, make sure you go to our Facebook page, All Annapolis. We're going to have a contest up there to win some of that great Galway Bay eggnog. All you need to do is to guess the combined score of tomorrow's Army-Navy game. And speaking of tomorrow's Army-Navy game, we will be up there bringing it to you live on Twitter, Facebook, as well as here on this podcast. So make sure you tune in. It gets underway at 3 p.m. in Philadelphia, and it can be aired on ESPN so you can see it from the comfort of your couch. Back here at home, Governor Larry Hogan and First Lady Yumi Hogan are having an open house at Government House, which is also called the Governor's Mansion. It goes tomorrow from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. The public is invited. It's free. There's no reservations required. You've got free parking at the Calvert Street Garage, and they ask you to bring an unwrapped toy, if you can, that will be donated to Toys for Tots. The Eastport Yacht Club Lights Parade is happening also tomorrow from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Annapolis Harbor. It is, of course, one of Annapolis' signature events. The parade will light up the harbor with up to 40 boats, power, and sail, and they will be crewed by Jolly Revelers, with the emphasis being on Jolly. Thousands of people will line the waterfront each year to watch it. My best bet would be on the Eastport Bridge so you can see them make the switch from Spa Creek to the harbor. If not, my second choice would be on the Harbor Queen. And you can get on the Harbor Queen for free. It will remain moored at the dock, but you do need to bring some food. They're having the queen of all food drives. Get it, Harbor Queen, queen of all food drives. But that's all it takes is bring some food for somebody that's less fortunate than us. Hop on the Harbor Queen, get up on the top deck. That would be a perfect spot to see it there. If you're looking for a different location, you could check out Shells and Bells, which will be a party on the creek. A group called Save Our Sanctuaries will be hosting a light parade party called Shells and Bells. It'll be a party on the creek. It'll feature specialty cocktails, local food, live music, live auction, and so much more. It'll be a tented event. It'll be hosted at the historic Charles Carroll House behind St. Mary's directly on Spa Creek. You'll be able to enjoy a great waterfront view of the parade, all from the comfort of a heated outdoor tent that goes from 5 to 10 p.m. You can get tickets there that evening. Get yourself a little bit of culture. The Nutcracker comes back to Maryland Hall this weekend. It's a timeless holiday tradition with Ballet Theater of Maryland. You can be magically swept away by the tale of the young heroine Clara and her adventures to rescue her beloved Nutcracker from the Rat Queen's evil spell. You can travel with her through the whirling kingdoms of snow, sweets, to the place where possibility of dreams and the magic of Christmas merge through the language of dance. That will happen tomorrow night at 7 p.m., also Sunday at 1 and 4.30. And if you haven't gotten your fill of politics this weekend, County Executive Steve Shue has drawn an opponent in next year's election in Stuart Pittman. And he will be kicking off his campaign tomorrow from 2 to 4 p.m. at The Big Barn on his Doden Farm, which is at four forty Doden Road in Davidsonville, he'll be accompanied by two county council members, seven candidates for county council, and at least six local candidates for state delegate or senate. More than two hundred supporters are supposed to attend. It is free, and you can get more information at Pittman for People, and that's p i t t m a n f o r people dot com. That's about it for the weekend. That's plenty for anybody to do. Make it a great one. Stay safe if it snows. And most importantly, kick some Army ass, Navy. Just do it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.